0: Hello footies and thank you for joining us once again for Foot in Review where we've been bringing you leading analysis and opinion on all things FIFA and EAFC since 2019. Today's show is proudly brought to you by footcoaching.com your number one place for you to get better at FC24. Also if you want to help support this show directly please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com Slash foot in Review. You get a range of benefits, including exclusive merchandise, coaching discounts, and much, much more, including ad-free access to the show, which means you won't be hearing this very advertisement. However, we realize that times are tough, so simply leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to us would be greatly appreciated as it helps the show grow. We'd also like to thank our Skybox holder, Peter, for his exceptional support. Now, let's get to today's show. Hello, footies. Welcome back to foot in review powered by footcoaching.com it is our first show of 2024 My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. I hope everybody out there had a fantastic festive period. However you celebrate, I hope everyone's had a great new year so far. And here's to many more in 2024. If you are just joining us for the very first time, welcome along. We are going to be discussing plenty in the marvellous world of EAFC 24 over the next hour or so. We've got the Fire and Ice promo. We've got our thoughts on winter wildcards, what went right and what went wrong. We've got lots of thoughts as well about EAFC evos which are really ramped up again. and of course team of the year season is upon us the vote is now open we're talking about that plus we've got your questions in the mailbag and much much more and to do so i am blessed to start the new year with my partner in crime the main man shack attack shack how are you my friend I am very, very, very good, Wimby. Lovely to be here and happy New Year. It's weird to say
1: that on the ninth of January, but it I've actually missed this and the first time seeing you, well virtually at
0: least, so yeah, happy New Year. It's 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 been a long time coming, hasn't this this recording? absolutely look we took a few weeks off as john well explained um hopefully you enjoy the specials with myself and aaron that we put out over the christmas period as well very much recommend you go and check those out if you haven't done so already they're kind of timeless really touching on themes um trying you know when no things can go wrong with playing video games and such so check those out but look we are back check there was so much in those kind of three, four weeks that we took off. The whole of Winter wildcards Cards came and went, although it is kind of still lingering around a little bit like, you know, people that have left their lights up a little bit too long. There are still a handful <laughs> of SBCs out there for people to yeah. be doing. But I'm going to um, just, well, long story short, I don't think any of them are worth doing. And I think that was kind of the theme of the winter wildcards was that a lot of these SBCs we were given by EA were uh, things you'd be taking back to the shop before your store credit expired.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, it started off with a complete bang. I think we all were excited when we saw the Hullet and there was the Martinelli on the first in. We thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be daily content of such hype and of such quality. And it just died a natural death after that. I think for me, it was clear that this was going to be a really crappy SPC time was when uh, Del Piero, you know how I was talking to you about uh, Del Piero coming through and how I was so excited to get him done. When he came 300k more more expensive than he should have been with a worse playstyle than his base icon, that's when it just, everything just unrivaled for me and I was it was the end of the promo as I saw it because I didn't really engage with any other content as such because I didn't really care about any of the cards and packs. The SPCs were just meh. We had a daily SPC but I can't even re- I can't even remember anything past El Piero that was actually often even note to bring back as a memory. So yeah, it was a wimp. I think it started off really well and just died. Started- one more interesting thing was do you remember team one in Winter Wildcards? Yes. We had Pele, we had Cristiano Ronaldo, we had all these amazing cards. And straight team two and team team two was in packs for I think Eternity and Team Three. And I can't name a single player from those two teams. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly, and I think if you look at the quality of the teams that you face as well, I think that sums that up. Uh, it was weird. It took a really strange turn as well, didn't it? Because suddenly it turned into shapeshifters. And out yep. of nowhere, we had Rud van Nistelrooy in goal. You had Allison as a midfielder. And it just... I, I don't really understand the strategy that EA had, but I think if you go and look at the footbin bin. Up bin, up, up bin there we go. It's a spin-off site. The up votes to the down votes on a lot of these SBCs. It tells the story, you know. There's one with twelve, one with seven. Players like Diata, who everyone was excited for. You know, it was literally like someone telling you, "Okay, we're going to get you a, a gold ring for Christmas," and then it turns out to be made of fool's gold because actually, <laughs> when you get it, it's or it some like plastic one you get out of a cracker. It, yeah. it is what it says on the tin. It's certainly a gold ring, but it's not the one you were hoping for. And like you said, I think that goes for most of the players. I mean, what did you make of the, of the whole shapeshifters light promo? A lot of people seemingly unhappy with having goalkeepers in midfield in December. Exactly that. I think, look, uh, for all my
1: sins, I really enjoyed Peter Cech. I, I'm, re- I'm Really, my hair is standing talking about this, but I really enjoyed Peter Cech as a striker in June Whenever that was, May, <laughs> June, it was fun. It was different. He was really OP. It was fun. But in December, I just can't get behind that concept of using Rude Bannister Roy in goal. I mean, the thing that bong, that, that boggles my mind is you don't really associate these players with those positions. If you had a Salah left back, for example, I'm just giving a wild example, I probably could understand that. Oh, McDominay as a striker. Hey, that's funny. That's thoughtful. That's just some thought to it. Makes sense. Allison. As a midfielder, look, it's great for Liverpool fans, and he's actually pretty okay in game. But it's just weird seeing Allison in midfield, and it's just—I don't know—it just didn't work for me at all. Not not this early in the. In, and also, I think the thing that really annoyed me is because we knew what was coming. We knew these SPCs were coming. I think I was thinking, mm, "I've got Van Dyke. That's not on full cam. If Allison's a cheap SPC, he might be 150, 200k. I can replace my Schmeichel with Allison with a cool-looking Allison." kind of thinking talking myself into something like that and then you see a 500k midfielder come out and it just it probably spoils it a little bit more than it should and it's just yeah i think it's all topsy-turvy i really don't understand the the
0: reasoning but hey they must it it probably works yeah that was the big thing wasn't it? it was even even if you didn't like these players and they were cheap you might be tempted to do them but a lot of them were just needlessly expensive even like john stones which is looks okay as a CDM, but being over two hundred k, it just ah, it's it's not for me. Look, I know fodder is plentiful, and certainly if you you want to spend for that fodder, you know, yeah, it made it easier than ever. And uh, we'll have a little bit of talk about store packs a bit later on. But yeah, it's just overall a real disappointment when we were given that roadmap that it looked really exciting. But unfortunately, yeah, it, it was just a bit of a letdown. I said, I don't think many people... I, I think the biggest sign, isn't it, Shaq, is that, like you just said, you can't really name too many players from the promo. And I've never come up against Thibaut Courtois striker card. I don't think I've even come up against Allison. I think the only shapeshifter that I've actually properly come across is I've faced a few people with a goal, but uh, Levyashin at centre-back seems to be uh, one that I've faced a couple of times. But otherwise, it, yeah, it's uh, it's gone down very poorly. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it's completely uh, as a complete
1: package. I think it was just weird where the 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 promo team from one from the first week was hardly in packs. The promo team from Team Two was in packs for the whole duration of the promo, and the promo team from for, from Team Three was there for a few days, not even for a few for a week. So it was just really obscure. It just was not done the way that you would normally expect content to be delivered. But yeah, that's yeah that, I guess. T-
0: Yeah, and I'll just bring in the question that we had from the mailbag. And again, if you want to submit your questions in, uh, please feel free to hit us up on socials, which are at Foot Coaching. Uh, We're working on getting an email address for dedicated for pod questions. But in the meantime, just hit us up on socials there. But the best way is via the Discord. We've got a special questions room. You're going to get Discord access by signing up to patreon.com forward slash foot in review and o bugger has submitted a question and he said happy new year to the pod with EA giving 99 passing to Eze and Zachariah uh, EA basically admitting passing is a bit rubbish this year what will they do now for the rest of the games to make the real elite ball players aka KDB Pirlo Zidane and Modric stand out now before we get into the actual passing aspect I, I did like that they were giving these like ninety nine boosts to some of these players. And what I would say as well to people out there is and it will come into context with our Evo conversation as well, players like Eze and Zachariah that are really, really cheap, just go and stash one in your club because by some lucky stroke, they may end up in an Evo someday that doesn't that disregards that one ninety nine stat they've got. And suddenly they could be very highly sought after. We've seen so many players now, like Ranieri, Alaba. Just go to the abs Kirby, go to the absolute moon just because they fit into an Evo. So there's a bit of a tip for you there. Um, but going back to Oberger's question, Shaq, do you think that if this is really going to have an impact? Do you think that they, you know, EA back to thousands, a bit of a corner or are there other factors here? Not really. I think
1: with the passing thing that uh, it's funny because even last year we went to wild card, If you remember, that Klaus was really popular. He had ninety nine something. I can't remember if it was physical or if it was passing. He that the the right back SBC that we got last year, the objective card was really special because he had ninety nine or something, and we had a lot of few lot of cards. I think there was a KDB with ninety nine strength or something really really a strong yeah. KDB in midfield as well. So. They they tried to tweak that from last year, which was successful last year, but this year the actual execution of that was pretty pretty crap. Because um, I I tried to use some of these cards like uh, Zakaria as well as Eze, yeah, they're good, but it, they didn't they didn't seem usable. Like, well, that's a wrong way to say it. They they were usable, but they didn't seem to be usable well, in. Correct. And with those stats, you would expect, oh, I can just chuck this guy in and you know what, I can I have some fun, which we did with class last year. He was fun. He was doing something that other right backs weren't doing. So I thought, oh, cool. I'll try Eze because he's got 99 passing. And I think one of the other things that I really want to point out as well is, I don't know if you've tried the Renato Sanchez uh, winter wildcards this, this time around. He's got this pink pass. I so I played him at draft and he's got a pink pass play style plus, which is unique. And One of the things I'm noticing with these playstyle pluses when when cards have a ping pass and things like that, they seem to do those um, quick passes much better, like those uh, R1 passes, much better than a regular card with 99 passing if it doesn't have playstyle. And that's the part that I'm really confused about because certain things, regardless of what the stats say, is the playstyles that actually come into play and it's the playstyle pluses that are coming into play. So it's all a bit of a hodgepodge. It's not really gelling in the way... I wanted to gel in with a single player. You've got to look at these factors and those factors and multiple. The, for example, you, you touched upon the court Workhard. He's got some really cool play styles for heading, but his actual heading accuracy stats were 56. So I don't It's just, it, yeah. I think the more you read into them, the more complicated it gets. But yeah.
0: yeah, EA have made the whole uh, stats soup a little bit uh, murkier this year um, in terms of, I think they've basically said that the play style plus is, kind of act as as an additional boost. So they said, because, you know, we've got all these evolutions at the moment, for example, that can give like the dead ball play style plus. But the players, a lot of the players that you're giving it to, like I've been giving it to Reading players and I've given it to Lewis Wing, who's got, I think, 75 free kick accuracy. Now, just because he's got the dead ball plus doesn't mean he's going to be firing in free kicks like David Beckham into the top corner. It just means it kind of gives a little bit of a boost on top of that 75. So, you know, almost if a player did have 99, it would almost, I guess, kind of be like, 120 or something like that, but I agree. I mean, I've used Eze. I've got uh, I've, my second account's been getting some love over the Christmas period, and I've actually got Eze as my midfielder in that. But this is in like Div Div seven stuff, and his passes are nice. But like you say, when you get to that very very top tier, yeah, okay, someone's passing might be nice, and that gives them a big thumbs up. But if the rest of the card isn't very good, like the physicality isn't good, the pace isn't there, and, and other bits and pieces. you you don't notice it and without uh, digging up the old Zidane Zidane argument that uh, got (laughs) us roasted on this pod and and this is basically exactly what we said about Zidane in the Zidane because he's got such great things in like passing and shooting and flair and things he's going to be great in moments but then there are lots of other points where you go I wish he had this I wish he had that I wish he did this and I think that's why EA haven't really backed themselves into the corner. Um, and I think John was having this discussion on the Discord uh, in relation to Obuggerit's question. You know, when you add in additional play styles and body types and things like that, they will still find a way to make the top tier passers feel elite, um, even though we've already got 99 passing stats in there. So anything else to add on Winter World Cards before we thaw the Christmas and go into, uh, into Fire and Ice? No, I think we just leave it aside like everyone else has and just forget about that it ever happened. Yes, exactly. I don't <laughs> think it's a, it's not a problem. that's going to be reminded overly fondly. I don't think it was terrible. But again, I just think it was just a, you know, when you get really excited for something, you're really excited for a present. You've seen it under the tree for, for months. And it's actually just socks that are in a really big box. And <laughs> <No>, I <don't laughs> think that just about sums it up. Um, so as I said, the ice is now thawed kind of, because we've got fire, but then the ice has come back because we've got ice. Fire and ice is back, Shaq. This was a promo that went down again, not very well when it came out in FIFA 22. It was rested last year. It's back. So far, my number one complaint about this promo, and it goes back to many other promos, the pack weight is atrocious. I have seen, what is it? Uh, Lorente? Not Lorente. It, is it Lorente? Lorente, yeah. Lorente Hiradecki lots on streams and in my own packs i've seen nobody else in this promo and this very much feels more ice than fire because i get the feeling that ea are cooling us all down to get ready for team of the year
1: exactly and as we have you spoke about this on 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 discord earlier that why even bother why even bother if the back weight is going to be this low and the cards are going to be well you have you have a neymar that's definitely you need to have a neymar you need to have something that'll motivate you to try and open packs but apart from that there's no other card that's actually even worth your worth your time to try and open packs because and even even the cards even if you try and break down neymar or even son yeah son's the other one you break those two cards at the fire and the ice they're just so convoluted where one's got a, for example, I'll break down Neymar. Neymar, one of the Neymar cards has got a left wing, left midfielder. And I think it was, a, yeah, just left wing and left midfielder. The other one's got a striker and cam or something along those lines. So both, both those cards are not ideally perfect. <laughs> so you, you you end up, you, you're stuck with two cards that are really expensive, that are not really exactly what you're looking for. Why not just give us one bloody card that's got all those four positions? That's it's it simple as that. Don't overcomplicate it.
0: Yeah, and, and the, the scarcity of these cards is signed up. I think I'm just having a very quick look on the web app now, and I think I can see eight fire Neymars. Uh the ice seems to be a little bit more common, I think it's maybe about a dozen. But it just goes to show you the the abysmal way. And look, I know most packs are untradeable and stuff these days, but we've got a cross market and this is everybody available. And we're talking about the amount of Neymars you can count on your fingers and toes. So it does feel like filler. It's one of those things, because we were having this conversation, Shaq, and I said, EA have to put, have to dangle a carrot because whilst mm. a lot of people are now in team of the year saving mode, they will still want to sell packs. And Lord knows I've seen enough people opening store packs still on these big streamers streams. So they're still doing that. They also want people just to continue to open stuff just to, to keep the supply, I guess, of cards going as well. But it's filler. I've always thought that EA go for a feast and famine approach with their promos. They love to get us hyped and really riled up and, and desperate to be playing the game, opening packs, buying store packs. But I think they also realize that everybody's resources are finite and you can't keep people up here all the time. I've said, I compared it in the past. It's like a DJ on the dance floor. If a DJ started playing banger after banger after banger from when the doors opened at seven, the, the entire place would be burnt out and wouldn't last through the night. That's why they'll play a couple of really big songs and get the dance floor moving. Then they'll play a couple of okay songs that people can kind of, you know, chill out with, go get a drink, go to the toilet, whatever. And then they get another banger to get people back on the dance floor again until it builds to a massive crescendo at the end of the night. And that's what EA are doing now. They've played us a few bangers over Winter Wildcards. Cards. Now we're into the okay, there's still some stuff if you want to go and do it, but actually you know, we need you really, really hungry for our, you know, what is probably the biggest or second biggest promo of the year.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly, I think you're you're quite right. Your feast and famine analogy is true to form with the, these cards, especially. And it kind of makes sense. Exactly what you said makes complete sense. And I don't know if you really want to break down some of the, I mean, look, there are some decent looking cards in there. Let's not trash the promo. There are some cards. Like I think the Kamba card looks decent. The Trippier card looks interesting, especially the one in midfield. And I think the Ramos card looks okay. I think the Ramos card looks... Uh, look, I'm a sucker for Ramos. And I really think he will be an interesting card, especially... um was it? I can't remember if it was the fire one or the ice one. Anyway, there are some interesting cards, but they're clearly not backable. And who knows what these prices will be next week. So if, I w- if you were looking at one of these
0: ones... Just wait till you see a huge drop off before you try and purchase one of these for your team. Yeah, again, I don't want to get we don't want to get too deep into it, but yeah, there are some nice cards. So Neymar, Marta looks nice as well. Even some of the lower priced cards like Spinozola, um are certainly usable. But yeah, it's it's nothing that's going to make you desperately want to you know open every single pack in sight. I mean, let's talk about it. Are you saving? Are you opening? How? What's your kind of approach with less than two weeks to go to a team of the year? So I've been I've been really strong on the I will not save packs mode. But then I finished Eusebio
1: and I thought, well, what am I opening packs for? Like I don't really, I'm not packing any of the good stuff. I'm just packing fodder that I don't really know what to do with. I'll just do a gamble pack if I had the fodder so that I'll just hold packs. And lo and behold, I'm one of the pack holders now. It's just happened for the past week, but it is what it is. And I, but I've told myself if there's an SPC that comes out, that we will get into some of the content. If there's an SPC that comes out, that's interesting. I will start
0: to open my backs up, but hey, it's one week away from team of the year. Might as well just wait. Yeah, Adam submitted a question as well, asking us what our team of the plans team of the year plans were looking like again. Thank you for that, Adam. And I, I am the opposite to you, Shaq. I am not saving anything. Everything that I get is being open. I'm just keeping the fodder farm going. Uh I am sort of in the same position as you in that I finished Sabio, finished Hullett. I have baby Maldini, so I'm not going to go for mm. mid, for, well, for base Maldini, which we'll talk about in just a few moments. So there's not a lot for me to go for at the moment, but I just like to keep my club stocked. I like to be building up. I like to be rotating through the league SBCs. And I, also my just general opinion on this is that the pack weight is just so rubbish. I saw what team of the year was like last year. I've seen what promos. Put it this way. If it's really hard to be packing Roberto Firmino's fire and ice card, how hard is it going to be to pack a team of the year? I, You and I opened hundreds, if not thousands of packs this year. Our Discord opened hundreds and thousands of packs. The wait is diabolical. And it may well change because we have more Team of the Year's in packs. And I know that you are going to throw probably nominees in there. There may be icons and things like that. So there'll be lots to go for. But ultimately, I think, you know... I don't think brute force in terms of number of packs is going to make the difference this year. I just think the weight is just too bad. I think you're quite right there with one of the things that you said about the back weight.
1: For these for these promo cards being so low, how will team with the Year be? And the other thing EA was considering is EA knows that how many packs people are holding. So you, there's no way that EA will keep the back weight even remotely sane it's going to be such minimal pack weight that I, I can guarantee you within our Discord, we might have four or five Team of the Years. And our Discord's opened up a lot of packs. And I think there might be four or five Team of the Years that are packed.
0: That's probably it. And the first cup, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of Mary Erps uh, and a lot of Edison um, should he be the Team of the Year goalkeeper. I think I ended up with Courtois two or three times last year. And I got a Van Dyke. I buzzer beated Van Dyke after ploughing through the league SBC. To the point where I was legitimately getting a headache, um, staying up far too late, and indulging in some of the behaviours that in the show that me and me and Aaron talked about, the absolutely shouldn't be going in. So, yeah. but look, I, I also understand why people want to save because look, if there's nothing in this promo that you like, and it is a massive buzz and it's a massive excitement, and I'll probably hold my packs in kind of the the, the week before. You know, I'll, I'll have sort of 15, 20 packs to open on the day, just as a, a little bit, because look, if you never buy the ticket. You're never going to win the raffle. So, not dissuading anybody from saving if you want to do that. Because, like, look, you've got, got more of a chance than I do a packing team of the year, if you've got 200 packs saved than I do. So, look, please enjoy it. The only thing I can't ever face again is the recycle grind shack. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Because it's, and you end up, this is the thing, you end up wasting so many cards because by the time you've opened pack 75, you're like, I, I've got no appetite. For recycling Correct. these three three uh three
1: eighties. All I can say is for all those people saving packs, please don't start with the attitude of no man left
0: behind. Screw that, leave that man behind. <laughs> it's
1: just not worth it.
0: Hey, look, I love No Man Left Behind. But again, it's it's the whole kind of sanity versus uh, state of your club. But look, good luck to everybody. It is a fantastic time of the year. I love the fact, and again, we're going to talk about it after the ad break at Team of the Year in a little bit more detail after we just rattle through some of this content. But um, I'm a big fan of what they're doing with Team of the Year this year, so I can't wait for that. But let's, let's go back a little bit, Shaq. Let's talk about the content that we have still got available. Let's start with the man we mentioned a few moments ago, Maldini, he's got his base icon has been released as an SPC, kind of out of the blue, really. Um, it's coming in at about 1.3 million coins right now. Both you and I have Maldini, so we, we're in a good place to talk about how good he is. I mean, Shaq, you've got this exact version. Yeah. So first of all, let's you know try and sell this card to anybody that's thinking of doing it. Oh look, he's a Rolls Royce defender. He's a
1: complete Rolls Royce defender. I think the, the 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 one thing I just really want to point out with this particular Maldini is if you actually try to use him straight off the bat for the first twenty games, he will be. You will talk about everything. His passing is bad. His speed is bad. His he's feels a bit sluggish. There's all these things that come into play. Oh, his, he doesn't have any play styles. He doesn't. His play style plus his light tackle. All these things were cluttering up my mind for the first 20, 30 games. And I was like, yeah, he's good. He's good. I need to get used to him. But once you get used to him, you just realize how bloody good he is. He is phenomenal. I can't, I'll tell you, the, the only way I found out was I packed company. I packed company in one of the hero upgrades. And I thought, you know what? I'll just put Maldini out for a while. Company was supposed to be, he's got the anticipate play style. I was like, he's got the right playstyle, He's got the right body type. Yeah, he'll be the perfect addition to my defensive line. And I was conceding goals left, right, and center. And I just thought, what the hell's happening? I just put Maldini back, clean sheet after clean sheet. There is, that card is special. He's a really good card. I really enjoy having him. And if if anyone's considering him, just make sure when you get him, you will not like him instantly off the bat. Just give it some time. He will really come through. And I think he's a, he's a keeper for a while for me. I, I, I've
0: turned him red. That's how much I like him. Yeah, he's going to be a really, he's a really good center back. Key question, though. Is he worth 1.3 million coins or that much fodder in the grinds go through him?
1: Look, with with the amount of fodder that's coming to play right now, and if you're looking for a top-tier elite center-back that'll stay in your team for a while, I guess, yes. 1.3 is not that high because he was like 1.6, 1.7, and 1.3 million of fodder is not really 1.3 million of fodder if you you break it down with the amount of packs that we keep getting. For example, just in the season progress, the amount of packs that we get will complete at least two or three squads of Maldini just with those things. So I'm not too bothered with the actual price. I mean, what I would recommend is if you have enough fodder, you can try and do him. But if not you can just buy him off the bat just it's 800k to buy him just buy him and try him if you don't well it's a tricky one because you, it's not a card that you will instantly love so it's it's a really 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 tricky one this one um look if you have the fodder nothing else to do if you've done you you've done Hollett, you've done um mbappe Zidane. yeah <laughs> well not nah, yeah. more Nah,
0: I'll do Maldini before Zidane any day. give <laughs> me day. both, my friend. give me both. We'll get the Zidane haters back on us, I'm sure.
1: Oh, uh, the where they now?
0: The Zidane lovers, uh, should I say? I'll be honest.
1: I would love to know how they think, how they feel about. it. Look, I'll, I'll just let me just say this. Every five Zidanes I come across, well, if I come across a Zidane now in this at this stage of the game, I know this guy is really good with Zidane. Because all the people that have done Zidane's procedure
0: have put him through the bench already. <laughs> he's gone to the bench. Shack is shushing. Shack is shushing everybody with Zidane right now. That's how he's, he's <laughs> giving it. Um, anyway, before we get before we get uh, before we get hated on too much, what I would say about Maldini. So I've got the baby version of Maldini. Agree with everything yeah. that you said. The version I've got is slightly quicker, um, but again, slightly less stats. But I formed a. He's in a really good partnership with Ledley King. It's kind of like one's the muscle, one's the silk doing a brilliant job together, and I agree with you. He just, he just seems to be in the right positions, and I compare him a lot to Eusebio, and Adam has asked as well about Eusebio, in that Eusebio, a lot of the time, you will not notice Eusebio, and I've said this about Eusebio in the past, but then he'll just pop up and do something brilliant, and Maldini does that at the back. He'll suddenly be in the right position. You can use that slide tackle play style plus and you win yeah. the ball. Now, I would very much recommend doing this. The daunting part of this and where a lot of the cost comes from is that 89 squad. That 89 squad is 350Ks worth of the value. So the key thing is, if you've got a couple of 90, 90 ones, if you've got like Harry Kane, Kevin De Bruyne, maybe a couple of promo cards or uh, you know some icons that you're not using, that will sucker up so much of the cost. And actually getting 88s and 87s isn't too bad. They're still quite cheap and you will fly through this. What got me stuck on Hullet, Shaq, was those 89 squads because getting Mm. those 89-plus players is the hardest thing to do and you inevitably end up spending a lot of cash. Whereas I found that I was farming through the 88 and 87 squads for free. So I think that if you're committed to doing this, Maldini, you'll get them done quite easily. Um, It's only that, but just make sure you get that 89 squad done first. Definitely. I think anyone,
1: one tip for anyone completing any SBC. Don't waste whatever fodder you have in the lower Don't start from the backs. Just start from the top most rated SBC and work your way work your way backwards from there. Don't start from like the 85 rated squad thinking, yeah, I'll get this done. It's it's just it's painful. Those 1,800 rated squads, as you said, if you break it down, there's only five cards that you can actually use. There's Kane, Lewandowski, there's um, Kevin De Bruyne, and probably Messi that you can use for fodder to actually bump up that 89 rated squad and then they don't come by very often. They yeah. just
0: don't come by often. So please be careful in, in the well doing those squats. Absolutely. If you are looking at a player on a slightly cheaper budget, around about half the cost, if not lower, Raheem Sterling's Fire and Ice is out. I mean, Shaq, two very nice cards. I think both of these cards are usable. I would lean towards the Fire one that's got the five-star weak foot and the Power Shot plus play style because I'm not really a skiller. But if I was a skiller, you know, having that Trickster plus and the five-star skill moves on the Ice version would be nice. I think the composure is... Always something that bothers me with Raheem Sterling. The strength is never great either. But again, I just think a very solid card. And if you have already done all these icons and you're looking for something to do, you know, it, it, you, there it can do far worse than this. And you've still got best part of two, three weeks to get this done as well.
1: Can, can I throw something at you? Like, exactly, I do do really agree with what you said. I do like the Sterling, the fire one. The question is, if you have the coins to either do Sterling SBC or do an Icon SBC, the one that we recently had with the player pick, which
0: one would you prefer? Uh, I, I would go for the icon because I would be looking at hitting the jackpot, whereas this is a card that I might would work towards on my second account, because I think this Raheem Sterling is an eight out of 10 card, a very solid eight out of 10 card. but I at this point, with the way my team is set, I am already looking for sim- I'm looking for nine and 10 out of 10 cards, because they're the only ones exactly. that are going to get upgrade. Exactly. This Sterling card will probably be fun for a, a month or so.
1: And then he'll just, yeah, uh, I think, okay, if you're doing the Sterling cards, this I would choose a fire one simply because he's got the five-star weak foot. I mean, Sterling's pretty good with his left stick dribbling anyway. Having the, the five-star weak foot and having the uh, the power shot placed out plus will be really helpful. So if you're doing the Sterling SPC, I would choose the fire. That's just my tip.
0: Yeah, and I'm as guilty as anybody actually of sleeping on that Power Shot Plus playstyle because, again, on the second account, I've got I I got Sydney Govu out of the um, Centurions thing. I think he's about 200k, uh, and his Power Shot Plus is insane. Just lashes guy, them in. That guy,
1: anyone that I play against that has Sydney Govu tries at least about 20 Power Shots a game in <laughs> a month.
0: good reason for it.
1: But the thing is, they've mastered the flipping art where they know what to do. They take the power shot and then they have Van Dyke who comes and scores the headers. So they've they've, they've learned another trick so they can shoot the power shot. It goes out of play and then they've mastered the corner technique. So it just works and they
0: get a goal. So try that. Like it, like I need to, I need to, although I've only got about 40 games left on my Van Dyke loan. So uh, I'll have to have to master it quickly. Um, Just a couple of other players that are available really on the cheap end of the scale. As we record this, I should say, by the way, that we're recording this on Tuesday morning. I know there's a chance this might not be getting released until Wednesday, um, depending on John's editing commitments and general work and life commitments elsewhere. So if you are listening to this, uh, we are recording this Tuesday morning. Um, But as we record this in the past couple of hours, we have had Brian Bobby, Broby has been released. The Eredivisie Player of the Month. He's about 40k. He has got uh, the Rapid Playstyle Plus, but that is his only playstyle shack. Three-star skill moves, four-star weak foot. A hard pass from me. Complete hard pass. I mean, yeah, that's he's he's not even worth the guy. Well.
1: Look, even if you have the fodder, just keep it, it use it for something else. He's, yeah, he's not going to do anything for you. So just, yeah, move on.
0: Yeah, this is a fodder dump of last resort here for an 85-rated squad. No team of the week. Um, so I suppose if you if you did end up with a dupe 88, you know, you'd only have to put a few 84s in, but I'd rather do all of the crafting upgrades before this one. Um, yeah. Another card that might be a little bit more appealing is Muriel. He's an 87-rated card, only 20k. Generally good stats everywhere, Shaq. I mean, I like it. I think... You know, if you put a Hunter on this card, it looks a very good one. He's got the Flair Playstyle Plus, which isn't amazing, but it's got finesse, got incisive pass, technical, rapid, Travella, everything you kind of want in a striker, I guess. It's the Columbia Nationality uh, with Borg, was it ah Bo- oh, I can't never it because it's the fake team, isn't it? Bergamo Calcio team as well, so not the best in links, but I think you could, you know, especially if you're on a new account, and I will get this card done on my second, because it's a pretty good card for 20K.
1: Yeah, he's always he's always really good in game. I think he was really good at the start of this particular cycle as well. And I think he had a really good card towards the uh, team of the season last year. He had a very good card that was actually in people's teams for a, show, a hot minute. He, he's a good card. And for 20k, he's, look, this is a prop, proper fodder dump. Just dump some fodder into this card and you'll have a usable card in your club. And he's 87 rated as well. So
0: it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and again, good for Evos potentially down the line, which we are going to talk about in depth. We'll talk about team of the year and much, much more after a quick break. Stay with us. You're listening to Foot in Review, proudly brought to you by footcoaching.com. Remember, you can help support this show directly and receive a host of benefits, including ad-free access to the show, exclusive merchandise and access to our meetups, which this year is happening once again over in Crete. Simply sign up at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Also, if you have any feedback on the show, please follow us on our socials at Foot Coaching. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Right, Shaq, we are back from the break. Let us talk about the big one. No, I'm not talking about all the reading evolutions I've done because we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) We are going to talk about Team of the Year because voting is out. It came out with lots of glitz and glamour. EA releasing a video that featured the likes of Bellingham, Pateas uh, being interviewed by Mika Richards, Jamie Carragher, and Kate Abdo. Um, so lots of fanfare, lots of hype. Before I tear down this vote, <laughs> just generally how excited are you by Team of the Year before we get to it?
1: Look, I think I'm really excited, not for the the traditional team of the year, the men's team of the year, I couldn't care. I'll be honest with you, I couldn't care less. I'm really excited about the women's team. I'm really, because there's not a, I think I've seen some of the the picks and I can't see a single card that I would be disappointed packing. Some of the names, the Marty card, the Puteas card, the Rolfo card, the Hansen. I'm just kidding. The Hansen card. Oh my goodness. Some of these cards are going to be so fun. They're going to be so much fun. And I just, yeah, I really enjoyed using these cards in game. So, I, every year I pick one card that I really lust lust is a wrong choice of word, but I really lust over. Yes. And I think a couple of years ago it was the Davies card. Then it was Cancelo card a couple of years ago. And last year I really wanted, uh, I think I, uh, last year, I think Bellingham was one card that I really, really wanted. Didn't end up with any of them ever this year. It's Bon Marti. I really want that Bon Marti card. So yeah, let's I'm really hoping that they do them justice and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, look, I'm hoping Mary Ups gets in because if Mary Ups gets in, it will be the first yep. former Reading player to ever get a Team of the Year. So it'll be very hyped to my Reading past and present team. Um, but in all seriousness, though, unfortunately, the, the, the size just the size of female goalkeepers is just proving to be just bad in terms of how this game works, which is a real, real shame. But I'd still try it and, and hope for the best. I, I'm excited. I love the fact there's two teams. I agree with you. I think it's great. You know, I am. So, and we talked about this in the build up. To EAFC twenty four and the whole introduction of female players into the game, what has happened is the the really good thing that I hoped would happen, and it's happened to me as well. I am so much more aware now of what's going on in women's football because of FIFA at EAFC, and that's great. And it's so it's so refreshing to be so hyped for this and to see so many other people hyped. You know, there's not the negativity of like uh, you know that we saw before the game was out of oh I'll just auto discard them. You know, people are hyped and excited to use these players and they've proven that it, it doesn't break the immersion in the way that even people like myself maybe thought it would they've just fitted in absolutely seamlessly it's been fantastic for everybody and it's great they're going to be part of team of the year as well so I'm really looking forward to not packing any of them uh, although I'm on a streak, I've packed a team of the year in each of the last three years so fingers crossed um, I've managed to get every team of the year goalkeeper in that time as well so the, the the thing that drags it down is to me, Shaq, is this whole sham of the vote. Yeah. Because EA even put in the small print here that votes that the team of the be decided in a combination of the the public vote and EA, and ultimately it's EA that decides it. So we'll sit here and argue. You can argue about does Salah deserve to get in? Should Kane deserve to get in? It doesn't matter. Do you think? I'll ask the question bluntly: Are EA going to put in the best pack sellers or will they lean more towards real-world performances?
1: No, I think they will just clearly put the best pack sellers. And look, it makes complete sense from a business perspective. And also, from a game perspective, it's a game that we're playing. I don't necessarily want – well, it's it's really really subjective because a lot of people will say Messi should be there and and it's just something that just – Uh, shattered my brain just today. I just found out today. Today, I learned, well, not learned, I just remembered that the World Cup was in 2022. So, technically, Messi doesn't even qualify for this team of the year in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But here we are. So, it's really hard. It's really complicated. I think if they think Messi was going to sell more packs than Salah, it's going to be a Messi team of the year. And it could be the last time we could ever see team of the year Messi and team of the year Ronaldo in packs. And so be it, man. We've had it for so many years in a row one
0: more year won't really kill anyone so yeah Uh, and look ultimately i'd rather have these cards in because we have seen it when slightly less i hate to say usable because Robert Lewandowski has always been usable but Lewandowski was getting in team of the year wasn't he and people his card was very rapidly going down in price because people just couldn't get on with him the mass it just wasn't Mm -hmm. totally meta so you may as well just throw these meta cards in the weight is as we've said so bad that why not these these are unicorns that you may be well, lucky enough to pack once a decade if you are yeah. absolutely lucky. And then you'll get access to them at the end of the year as well, when we get footies as well. But for exactly. now, you you may as well put anybody in there.
1: I, I think every year we have one red herring. Well, I think last year, a couple of years ago, we had Georgina last year. Was... Oh,
0: Georgina well, as well. Her,
1: yeah. Georgina Jor- a couple of years ago, who was, uh, weirdly, he was good in certain ways, but he just dropped really... His price dropped pretty quickly, but he was really good in game because I think I packed him that year. I, he was I had really him good. as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You had a yeah. tradable version of him. And this year, we're going to have Rodri. And Rodri's got really interesting playstyles. He's got a play, long shot, uh, power shot playstyle plus. And I think in the start of the game, apart from his pace, everything else was weirdly decent. So mm. he could be an interesting card. I that That's the only one that I think... Could be a pick that's not meta, meta, but will still be in the team of the year because I think a lot of people have voted for him. A lot of people believe that Rodri is going to get team of the year, but yeah, apart from that, everything else is going to be stocks down at KDB, BVD. Um, so I think it's going to be Messi, Mbappe, Harlan, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what yeah. happens.
0: Very much agree with you, but look, it's fun to go through again through the vote. I don't want to be like an absolute party, but it's always fun to see people who vote for and. You know, there's almost two votes, isn't it? It's one, who, if you were picking on real-world performances, and two, who do you want to see in-game? And ultimately, you know, it's great and it's fun. And all of these players are players that you would love nine times, well, 99 times out of 100 to see in your team. So long may that continue, and hopefully everyone's luck is up. Hopefully they increase the pack weight this year from what we saw last year. It was not this bad in FIFA 22 and FIFA 21 and FIFA 20. 23 seems to be a real, real hard sell. Um, compared to past year. So I'm hoping with the introduction of basically doubling the pool that it goes up because otherwise the frustration levels we saw coming out of Team of the Year Shack were not good. We saw a lot of people actually just drift away from the game because they had tried so hard and got so hyped and been let down.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I'm really worried about is if that happens again, we already have a shrunk player base. I don't really know what's going to happen if the back weight was like last year What's gonna happen. Also, the other thing that's starting to bother me is we don't necessarily know how these cards are gonna be in packs. Is it, was it gonna be one week of men or one week of women with team of the nominees or how that's gonna work? I don't necessarily think we'll have everything in packs at one time. Because if that was the case, I think it's just gonna be an amazing pack magaddon then.
0: Yes. Uh, And look, I I would rather lean, again, as long as it's more towards twenty two than twenty three. You don't want to see a situation where everybody's getting them because then, well, not even everybody, but it's really annoying if if like one in five people has a team of the year because then then you, I almost think you get more angry that you haven't got one. So it just needs to be that little bit of a little bit of a wait. Um, But yeah, I'm excited about it. We'll see. Here is, they've said that they will be releasing. I think the voting closes in the very early hours of Monday, next Monday morning, UK time. And then we'll find them out towards the end of that week. So, again, I would very much expect it to go as we have been in previous years. They'll drip feed this, sell more packs. We'll see forwards, midfielders, goalkeepers separately. Then everyone will go in. We'll probably get nominees as well in packs at some stage. And we'll also get team of the year icons as well. So there'll be lots of people to go for. It's going to be a really exciting time. It's the peak of the year for a lot of people, that and team of the season. So we'll have everything covered, of course, here on Foot in Review as the weeks go by, because it's just not too long to wait. Um, Let's move on from team of the year cards that are handed to us to team of the year cards that we can make ourselves, Shaq, because Evo's over Christmas went bonkers, now, no, people that listen to the show, no no surprise to know that I've been very keenly invested in evolutions because I get to turn my players in my hometown club into usable players. That hadn't really been panning out up until Christmas because the boost had been so bad that it was still hard to get them in. EA just went, oh, hold on, we've got a surprise for you, Shaq, because they threw in so many new evolutions into the mix that suddenly you can turn average players into golden players. And speaking of turning average players into golden players, we have a late surprise here in the show for you because we've evolved from two to three people on this show because he is back after a couple of months away. It is the scout Nathan Downs. Nathan, welcome to the show. He's so he's so new to the show. He's forgotten how to turn his microphone on. <laughs> That's how good the man is. That's how good the man is. We've we've hyped him up, uh, and he'll figure out anyway. We'll, we'll let him figure out how to. You know, people on the video show will at least have seen Nate slide into the show, um, but for the audio users, well, you, you can talk to us when you when you when you're ready, Nate. don't worry, you, you've been away from the show for a while, so you know we'll we'll give you time to get settled. Um, but Shaq. From someone that's not really been involved in in building up the very basic players into you know potential meta gods, what have you made of evolutions over the past few weeks?
1: Uh, it's hit and miss for me. I really enjoy the con, I get excited as everyone else when these when these evolutions come through and the, the part that really turns me off is all the cards that I really want to evolve are extinct on the market. So that just is a complete turn off from my perspective because I'm not evolving reading players. So I, I, I don't necessarily, I think I'm being a bit, um, elitist here but i don't necessarily know if the reading cards go extinct as well I, I assume they don't but this is the problem so every single card from the start of the game that i've wanted to evolve as uh, on the first go has always been extinct so that's kind of i think i've come to a stage where i've started to get really annoyed with it and it's like i i've had to buy a, a walker recently over christmas i just i think it was on uh, boxing Day or Christmas, uh, Christmas Day. I think at some time, I just opened up the PlayStation and started sniping Walker just so that I could evolve him. And I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that aspect of the evolution grind. But apart from that, I think it's a really welcome... Some of the parts are really fun. Like Some some of the requirements are not really that high as well. It's, it was, getting Walker done was really simple. Getting Alaba, I, I did, uh, uh, Evolved Alaba. Uh, that was pretty simple as well. Let me just say this. Some of the stats that you see on these cards... I, 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 there's something, something somewhere that doesn't really fit in really well because Alaba is a team of the year kind of card and I don't believe he plays to those stats. He's a good card, but I just don't believe he plays to those stats. He's not bossing the midfield for me, nor is he bossing my center, my,
0: my, my defense, but I'm happy to be corrected on on that Wimby. Yeah, there's parts of the soup that aren't fully, um, you know, they're not fully there in terms of turning them into like you said that caliber of a team of the year kind of player team of the season player. But look, I'm just delighted because I've got some of these running players now to the stage where they are usable. I've been using Femi Aziz. He's only 83 rated, but his stats, he's got, I think over 90 in pace, over 90 in passing. And, you know, I've used him. I mean, Nath was playing court with me the other day and using some of these running players and Nath, who is hopefully back now and can hear us. Um, you know they're actually usable aren't they 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 hold their own i'm not saying they're the very best players in the game but they're certainly usable now
2: yeah that is Guy, um for being an 83 rated he was really good like especially as a super sub um sorry about my technical issues there um but one thing i don't know whether you guys have mentioned it but it's very good way of getting cards that are relevant now um i was saying to john like some of the uh, the evos on it like they're not phenomenal. It's not like if you mess out, unless you support that club, you are going to be lagging behind. Yeah. But instead of having that chance in like the lottery picks or you know opening more packs, like if you are putting onto evos, I think it's a really good way of staying current and pretty much staying with the power curve, not going to the you know the odd cards that they release now. That's like yeah. even now you've got your Neymar's and packs, but you have these really cool cards that will hold their own, and some some play above the stats, because like I say, that Aziz guy was brilliant, considering yeah. I don't know anything about him. But Alba, Alba's very good, I think, uh, but there are some, like Brian Emboimo looks like he should be amazing. I'd kind of want to try and get an Emboimo, but you're right, it's not a not like a do or die, but I think it's a very fun way of keeping keeping up. Yeah. I think one of the things is something that I've always stuck through very true to form in
1: FIFA and EA, is EFC, is that if a player is a base, the base player, bronze, silver, whatever is good in game, regardless of whatever, He will hit the evolved version of him will be good in game. For example, Renato, I've got an 83, 83 rated Renato that's got decent stats. He's incredible in game, incredible in game. He's uh, radioactive evolution, plays well above his stats. But that's because that's Renato and we know how his body type is and how those, that stats soup that you're talking about works. But some of the other players, yeah, they don't really live up to those stats. Like Walker, Walker's phenomenal in game, like really good in game.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, Adam's mentioning um, Carmona as well, who, if you were had put her through, I think was it was the Centurion's upgrade. And I think I have did that, yeah. but I've not evolved her yet. I think she can become like a 93 five-star, five-star player. He's, he's very much advocating for her as a player that absolutely delivers. So there are those out there, um, but then there's players like Ranieri, uh, that someone else in the Discord has done and said it actually doesn't actually pan out that well, even though I think he's up at something like 93 rated as well through through weird Evo combinations. I think the, the two things that have slightly annoyed me with it are number one, the cost. I think putting out these 100,000 coin Evos is a bit cheeky um, and, it is, and I will be fully transparent here. I got a gift voucher for Christmas that worked for Xbox, so I've used it and I've just put on some EA points with that to do these Evos. Again, we're generally hashtag bin the points, but this is my hobby. It's what I want to do, and I think I get more value out of that than I I was lucky I don't need anything else. So, But anyway, if I was doing it with coins, though, even though they're Reading players, I'd be having second thoughts. The other thing that's really frustrating me is how long these cards take to do. Uh, And I'm trying to do two or three of them at the same time, but you can't. You have to go one by one, and so it's taking... 15 you know, odd games to do just what go through one set of evolutions, and I've got another two players to do it for. I even run out of squad battles that count, that's how bad it's got. Shaq,
1: the, there's those uh, the they the patch that thing where you could do multiple evolutions at one time, they quickly patched that. I think there's another thing that's going on right now where you can evolve uh, players with two play style pluses as well. Yes, so a glitch that that'll be patched up soon, quick smart as well. So, yeah, I. Doing one by one is a bit annoying. It does take a long time, especially if you have multiple evos
0: that you really want to get done, and there's only there's a time limit as well. So that's the part that yeah, it does get a bit annoying. Yeah, and as I said, I'm trying to run two accounts and try not to take the second one too seriously, but I still want to get several reading players that I haven't done on the main because that's that's the other thing as well. If you do some of these evos out of order or you jump in too quickly to one or the other. You can end up in a situation where you're stuck. Like, I look at the past I could have taken on some of these players, and I'm just like, oh, like, if only I'd gone down this path, I'd have like a 90 rated gareth mccleary or a sam smith and i'm stuck on like a 79 rated card just because i they've got one stat that's too high so it is annoying i wish there was a kind of a almost a devo button or something like that to be able to put players back into but Nate, i mean you're as a united fan are you engaging with this with, with evos a lot or are they just kind of again you haven't really got time to do them
2: no, I've not really. Um, I had a break from the game um, when I was away. I, I found I'd missed a very good Garnacho Evo, which I'm it you know, about because that would have been really good fun. But from a United point of view, there's not been that many players that I'm like, they're amazing. I think Hannibal um, has a half-decent one. I think um, Kobe Maino had, had at the start a good one, but I don't think that's really done anything since. Um, so, no, I, I, it's just not really tickling my fancy. From a Brentford point of view, it's a bit more, exciting but even then it's a lot of a lot to do for for very little return in respects that when you play in the game now how many teams are just pure god squads yeah like it's crazy like these are fun but at the end of the day if you want to try and get your three wins or your seven wins most of them aren't going to help you that well it's more a pure fun thing rather than a you know an end achievement thing i think so it doesn't really appeal to me just now however Uh, Some of them do. I can appreciate how the right card in the right hands could be quite good fun. Like the Anthony at the moment would be really good. Um, Yeah, that five star. Five star. one yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Considering his weak foot's always been terrible, and to be honest, he's horrific for us in real life. So it might be quite (laughs) nice to see him actually with a bit of a performance once or twice. Uh, This is it. I can't do. Sorry, Shaq. No, I I can't do that to myself. I'm I'm trying
1: my best to watch United as to see that to see that the the (laughs) kit. As, as few times as possible during the week I can't really it's just it's it's really anyway it's just one of those things I'm trying my best to avoid any expectations with any United player at this point in time so I'm really not I mean, any other year
0: I would have loved it but this year I just I, I can't I can't do that to my heart And that's the other thing I'd say with these Evos cards is yes, it's very tempting. And I can imagine lots of people want to do Alaba and and want to do Anthony and want to do Daniel Marlin and some of these other uh, amazing Evos that have popped up. But I I think for a lot of those players, they're going to get other promo cards at some point, maybe not Anthony, but a lot of (laughs) these cards are going to get boosted versions over the year. I I think the reason why I'm doing it as is, is Reading, and it's so exciting, is because Reading are never going to get these cards as promo cards. Mm. If we are absolutely super, super lucky, there may be the outside slither that one player gets in team of the season, but we're 20th, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone might score four goals on a weekend and get a team of the week that's boosted to 80. Again, whereas if I have the emotional attachment to these players. It makes playing squad battles fun for me. Um, sorry, John, I know you're listening and, and, and might have swerved off the road there. <laughs> but it gives me something to do, and in as I said I, I like it. I love what they've done. But look, time is rapidly running out, and I want to give Nathan the the floor. Nathan, you've you've come back. You've come back on a different console. Well, you've you ditched the console. You're a PC player now. Uh, I'm Whoa. sure with, all, with with all your hacks
2: lo, loaded in. Uh, how you found the how you found the experience moving over. It's been fine. It's been pretty seamless. I uh, haven't seen any cheaters yet, um, although I always call them cheaters if I get pummeled because <laughs> I've been away for so long that I'm a lot less sharp than I was. Um, but no, it, it's been absolutely fine. Still managed to get some co-op, obviously, with yourself yesterday, Dan. Had a few co-ops with John, so it's been good. Uh, my team is, at, well, I say the team's stinking. My team's okay. And any other year, I think it would have been, you know, maybe a top third style of team. Whereas you look at it now and it's as well below everybody else's, you know, you miss a few weeks and all of a sudden it's as well behind. So say I say a few weeks, I think it came back in Christmas time. So that's what three months behind, but um, it's, it's been fine. It's nice to be catching up with yourself. That's the main thing. The social side of, of this is, is the biggie for me. Um, you know, being away from all you lots, very strange when we go from chatting every day and such. So, um yeah, good to be back. Good to be able to just pop in and say hello. Um, unfortunately, my shopping shopping delivery time cost me coming in from the start. I had a delivery because one of our cars is knackered. So we're down to one car. So the wife's got it. So yeah, um, it, it's just nice to be back and nice to be able to say hello um, and just talk nonsense for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's partly on me as well. I had another appointment that changed time. So I had to uh, bring forward our recording. So it's, uh, it's not all on Nate, but look, he's hopefully going to be back in the spin With myself and Shaq for these early week shows, Uh, all three of us could seemingly do middle of the day recordings, which is really handy for me as someone that works shifts. So, uh, you know, our nice little English, Anglo, Scottish, Australian combination will hopefully return in full going forward. But uh, anything to add, Shaq, before we disappear?
1: No, I think the, the only one thing is that we have upcoming content, and one of the con- one of the things that was mentioned was a centurion icon SBC, and speculation is rife that it could be Zico, Jarzinho, or maybe a Rooney SBC or an Ashley Cole SBC. And uh, my my money's on either Zico or Jarzinho. I'm really excited for a team of the year grind for one of these two SBCs, and that'll really get the juices flowing again for another forty SBC segment grind. Excellent. Where can people follow you on
0: social media? shackadak 6285 on twitter and Shackadak on the discord
2: feels harsh asking this when you've only been here for five minutes but any closing thoughts Nate? <laughs> uh, no i mean to be honest my brain's usually so empty i don't have many thoughts anyway um but no um like i say it's just nice to to pop on see your faces have a chat and um, a bit, bit more dis, uh, active in the discord as well um it's it's a strange place to discord it's so nice um it's buzzing quite a lot so um, it's been, you know, when, when you're going through things, it's a nice place to be able just to check in. And, you know, even before when I wasn't playing, I was just popping in saying hi every now and then and disappearing. So, you know, everyone's everyone's just amazing. So just a big shout out for that excellent well it is fantastic to have you back you know it's like you've, you've come back from a long injury you know
0: we're just giving you a couple of minutes off the bench <laughs> to get, get your fitness back up so you can last for a full podcast next time uh, so hopefully you'll be fully match fit by the time we return uh look myself at shack attack he doesn't know this i'm springing it on him but we'll be doing a trading show at some point in the next couple of weeks uh, as well uh, which is another perk for our Patreon members at uh, supporter level and above. Thank you for all of your support. Apologies that we did take this break over Christmas. It was very much needed. um, You know, We we just needed a chance to sort of reset and get ready to go for another full year. We are fully back now, footcoaching.com. If you want to get better at EAFC, there is no better place to go than that. Of course, this show will return over the weekend as well. John will be back, I'm presuming, with Yngwie, but I'm not sure we've got the second part of Fire and Ice to talk about. And by that point, Team of the Year will only be a week away. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, You can follow me on social media at Wimby or at Wimby86. uh, At Foot Coaching for all of the socials to do with this pod. Again, if you've got any feedback or questions, leave us those five-star reviews as well. That would be greatly appreciated. Until then, gents, only one thing left to do, Nate. Drop it. Shaq, drop it. We are going to drop it. Take care, everybody. You.
2: You. 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 You.